Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. Today we're talking about how to be with and move through a quote-unquote politically incorrect conversation. Yes, I wrote a whole thing about this, and I might just end up reading a bunch of it. And I want to say up front that I am not the guru. I don't have all the answers for this. If I did, I would probably be mega famous at this point. And I also want to put a disclaimer out that I might share some political things that might be hard for people to hear. And it's hopefully all in service to learning, not to egg anybody on that might have a different political opinion than me. I really do try to keep everyone safe. So with that, I'll just say, Heather, have you ever been in a situation when you're with someone you like, that person voices an opinion about any of the recently charged political topics? There are so many right now. And that you think differently from the person and then you feel stuck and uncomfortable because you want connection, but you also don't want to be honest and in alignment with your own values. Have you ever had that kind of situation? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's uncomfortable, usually, and frustrating can definitely be triggering. Yeah, it's so awkward, I find. And I was recently just this last week, I was in that situation a couple of times around the whole Anheuser-Busch issue for people that are tracking that. It had to do with, I guess, there was some influencer that was trans that was promoting Anheuser-Busch stuff. And then there was a whole backlash of people that didn't enjoy that and decided that they were going to boycott the company. Well, it came up this week where we were with some people that were boycotting and we didn't know about that. Yeah, I just realized in that moment just how awkward it was because we had a different opinion. We probably would not have been boycotting if, in fact, the opposite. But instead of expressing our opinions about it, we just avoided. Like we said things like, wow, this is the first that I'm hearing about this. And then we just kind of move the conversation in a different direction. And I was just thinking about that so much. I just wondered how like I could have a different response rather than the response that I had. And I was trying to think about the needs that I had by having the response that I had. Do you have any sense of what those needs might have been by saying something neutral and then changing the subject? Probably needs for maybe something around integrity and honesty. Well, that's what I was longing for. Those were the needs that I was mourning, but there were needs that I was actually celebrating. Oh, needs you were celebrating by keeping it neutral? By keeping it neutral, right. Celebrating something around like consideration? Consideration, probably kindness, Mm -hmm. connection on some level, friendship. I think those were all the things. But at the same time, as much as I was celebrating holding some kind of connection, I also noticed a sense of lots of disconnection internally by not saying something. So it was a catch-22. It kept us relatively safe. And at the same time, I think it actually caused some disconnection. Like I don't feel so comfortable anymore. And just really wanted to play around with how could that have gone differently? And in a way of still holding the other person with a lot of safety and kindness, but also I think what for me was up was like you just said, honesty, that I was really mourning honesty, my own honesty in the circumstance. Yeah. So just wrote a whole bunch of things about this and I tried to actually role play it in my writing. Like, what would I say? 
And I thought it might be interesting just to share some of that. So when I wrote here, like, what if we were able to lean in with real curiosity and eventual honesty and expression? What if we attempted to guide the interaction so that both parties were seen and heard and valued without judgment, which as you well know, my definition of connection and people that have listened, that's what I throw out as the definition of connection. So I started playing around with some role plays. Do you want to hear some of them? Yeah. Well, first I started thinking about, well, it would be important to set up the conversation with like I said, honesty and emotional safety for both parties. So I was kind of playing around with the idea of saying something like that I really like you. And I noticed though that when you bring up this topic that I feel awkward because on the one hand, I value our friendship so much and yet I think differently than you about this. And I'm not sure what to say or do in this moment because I don't want disconnection. Yet if I don't say anything, I also experience discomfort and I'm wondering because I trust that we do like each other a bunch, if we could try to talk about this, not to change each other's mind, but to create more connection and understanding instead of the opposite. And then I thought to myself, no, this wouldn't work. That setup would work, I think, if I knew the person pretty well. Like I've had some people in my life, some of my neighbors who I feel really close to who think differently, and I have done just that. And it has actually been very helpful. So I know it can be done. So you've done uh, that with people close to you and you found it was received well and was connecting? Yeah, I think the key is that I'm really setting us up not to hear one another to try to convince each other of our viewpoints, because I really don't think that's possible. What I'm trying to do is set us up to have a conversation so we can lean in and have more understanding, not agreement but understanding. And I can honestly think of three conversations that I've had. One was quite a long time ago. One was a couple of years back and one was in the last year or so, all around a very different political topics or political figures and where I lined it up like that. And what I notice in those conversations and with those people, I really still enjoy being with them. It's not awkward. It's not like, oh, I don't want to be there because they might bring this up. Like, we don't have that between us. We don't usually talk about political stuff, but sometimes we do. And when we do, we use these parameters and it's much better, I think. And the thing I want to say, I think I did an episode actually on this one time of one of those conversations. I did walk away with more understanding, a whole lot more understanding. Like my heart was more open as a result of it. I still did not agree, but there wasn't like an avoidance thing happening where I'm like, I don't want to be around this person anymore. And that's ultimately, I think, the best that I can ask for in a situation like that. Yeah, just kind of understanding and the ability to express. Yeah. And for us to still be able to truly still have connection, like enjoy being with one another instead of having the avoidance factor. Have you ever had that? Like, you know, people that think differently from you, then you just don't really like to be around them. <laughs> it's not fun. You have that experience? Yeah, I would say not often, but you don't hang around with people that don't think like you. Yeah, I would say like, except some family members, I tend to think that we usually surround ourselves with people who are like minded. That's how we like cultivate our community. So yeah, it can be kind of eye opening when you come across someone who disagrees with you. But I also think it's important to include those people in the conversation and to be able to have those interactions safely and hopefully in a connecting way and also to open up your own sense of understanding around people who don't agree with you. Yeah, because I think when you're able to do that, what it does, at least for me, is I don't have so much hate in my heart anymore. 
I don't have the dislike. It kind of loosens the grip. Yeah, it's painful for me if I stay in that place of distancing and not leading in with understanding. I end up having hate, so to speak, in my heart. Whereas in the situations where I've been able to lean in with curiosity, not with trying to change them or have them change me, but just with understanding, like really trying to get it, I notice that I have more ability to have love and acceptance of the person, maybe not acceptance of their viewpoint, so to speak, but I can go past that. And I don't have that internal pain. I mean, it still hurts because of the lack of shared reality. That does hurt, but there's not an additional layer of pain because now I'm seeing this person as a total like ignoramus and just all kinds of enemy images because we don't see eye to eye. When I can lean in and get to what it's about, what is the need for them and really understand it. Now I get it. I can get it in a way that leaves me without judgment, at least to the degree that I would have if I hadn't done that. Sounds like you're really connecting with the energy of whatever it is they need. Correct. And I don't think in the circumstances that I had this last week, where it was people that I didn't really know all that well, but we were spending, like went out to dinner with some folks, but we didn't know them real well. It would have been harder to do that because I don't know them and that would be a lot to line up the conversation in that way. So maybe, you know, what I could do in those circumstances is just try my best to just stay in empathy with them. Stay in empathy and stay in empathy and stay in empathy. Yeah, and then I don't know if I would shift to expressing. And if I did shift to expressing, this is what I wrote. I don't know if I could do it with people that I don't know all that well because it's just too much, I think. But I was kind of imagining it would be something like, thanks for sharing. It's hard for me to hear because I think differently about the issue. And yet I value your honesty and willingness to share. And it hurts to have a difference of opinions. And I so wish that we had shared reality around this. I'm guessing it's uncomfortable for you to hear that I think differently. And I hope that we can still enjoy each other's friendship. So you set up your expression to share more about wanting connection and friendship. And is it possible to agree to disagree and appreciate the things that we really enjoy about each other? And basically mm. also offer that if they want more understanding about my viewpoint, that I'm open to them asking, but that I really doubt that we can actually change each other's views because they come from our backgrounds, our life experiences, and what helps each of us move in the world. Notice, I don't ask them to give me empathy around my views because I wouldn't trust that I could get it in most of these circumstances. And what I really want more than anything is just to be able to have honesty and maybe some awareness rather than just being quiet. Because if I'm just quiet, I'm not meeting my need for honesty or for awareness. And it takes away from the connection. And ultimately, I want connection with them. So I'm just going to pause to see if you have anything else to say about that. I don't really have anything to add to that. It kind of seems like you've covered it. I just want to say one thing, and I think I've already mentioned this, but that I think we get into trouble in these circumstances because we want the other person to share our opinion. We do this thing of trying to convince back and forth and give our reasons, but that actually creates more disconnection. Whereas, I don't know, I'm just throwing out some possibilities of how to share understanding, not agreement, just listening for needs and not having the expectation that someone is going to give you empathy per se. I'm going to keep it in the back of my mind so that the next time I'm in a circumstance like that, maybe play around with it a little bit because I want those kinds of situations to be different for me and for the other person so that I can be in more service to connection and not the opposite. Speaking to that real quick, I think, at least for me, 
a need that is always present is for shared reality. So when I come up against that need not being met, I can like just start feeling frustrated. So just Mm -hmm. maybe being aware of that need and having mourning around that need could be really helpful. Maybe just having awareness that you might be, quote unquote, constantly seeking shared reality because it leads to connection or they go hand in hand usually. Often they do, but there could be other ways to have connection. Yeah, exactly. I, I have connection with my neighbor and I mean... She and I have very different political views, but we really enjoy each other's company tremendously. And we don't have shared reality. We don't. And usually they do go on hand in hand, but they don't necessarily have to either. Mm-hmm. I want to put out two advertisements. One is I wrote a book. It is being published on May 2nd. People can get it on Amazon and it would be awesome if people bought the book and rated it well, I hope, on Amazon. It's called My Link to Mildred. Mildred is my great-grandmother. My Link to Mildred, Interrupting the Epidemic of Trauma via Nonviolent Communication. I'm super excited to be able to put this out in the world. I am birthing it basically on the week of my mother's passing. She asked me to write this book, and I'm hoping that it will be a huge contribution to our world. And the second thing is we at the Big B Method love to have people come and join us in our training because we know that it takes a lot of work to live the process. And we have set up a whole system to make it happen for people so that we can have more concrete peace in the world. And if you want to know more, please check us out at thebigbmethod.com and come join the intro class and then be a part of our empathy gym. And if you have any comments or questions, you can call our Empathy Warm Line number at 850-706-0488. Thank you, Heather. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Bye-bye. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.